Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What first situation? I was involved in an office love triangle, and we all sat next to each other. What is an office love triangle? It's when three oh, people no. are in a relationship, and you all in a row, in the cubicle. Well, that's just messy, period. If you messy at work, you messy outside of my work. Boss, oh, my boss, whom gosh. I was in love with, dated other women in front of me. Okay, so your boss is trash and a philanderer. Okay, so as we date people who are trash and philanderers <laughs> through life, if they're at your job... Hey, it's Courtney. This is Joy Marie. And welcome to Job Blog. Yes, through your group chat girlfriends, your career confidants. All that every 1st and 15th with a new episode. Yes. This work life that we're all trying to survive. Amen. And today we're so excited. We are talking about love. Yes, romance. Work romance, love, relationships. We're keeping it lighthearted as love is in the air this time of year. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. stick around. Plus, we have the usual segments that we know and love and some Ask Job Blogs questions. We haven't answered your questions in a minute, so we're going to see what you guys have in our mailbag. Yes, but as you guys know, we always like to start our episodes with a clock in. That's where we check in on each other personally and professionally. Courtney, how you doing? Fighting illness. Oh, no. <laughs> Speaking of love, it's like when your partner gets sick. Yes. You get you're sick. sick. The whole so house is I've sick. I've been fighting it. And uh, you know what? Let's take this time. I've said this before. I'm going <laughs> to say it again. Young people, when you're sick, do not come to work. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So you would be so displeased with me. A couple Why? weeks ago, I was definitely the girl in the office. With the tissues Tissues, sneezing, no. sniffling. Yeah. I had to go. For what? I had to go. Had we surgery? had a big event. <laughs> I had to be there. I'm sorry. And the rest of my team got sick. See? I mean, That's I ain't taking goes. the blame for it, but it just saying. Stay home. <laughs> okay, anyway, fine. how are you? I'm doing well. I just moved into Congrats. my new place. Thank you, thank you. So we're like sleeping on a mattress on the floor right now and As doing do. all of that until all my furnishings come in. But, <laughs> you know, I'm feeling good, a little tired, a little stressed, but blessed nonetheless. I feel mm-hmm. like February is a season of flourishing. So. Okay, I like that. Yes. February flourish. Yes, yeah. So I'm good. No complaints. Good. Yeah. So are you ready for, we touched on a little bit in the intro, but we're going to have a debate. Yes. Over <laughs> our first ever job logs debate. Yes. Over workplace relationships. Mm-hmm. So you'll hear sure. from us and... And we have a couple guest voices to pitch in what they think. Yes. Go or not. Yes. Okay. You ready to get into the episode? I am ready to get into it. Let's do it. This is going to be fun. All right, y'all. So it is now time for rants, raves, and reviews. This is a segment of the show where we tell you about a product, service, tool that we're feeling or not. You know, something making our work lives or personal lives a little bit better or worse. Courtney, Mm -hmm. you're up first. What's going on? 
I don't know what category this falls into. <laughs> it's a concept. Okay. A review. Because I wanted to do something relationship related. Yes, yes. And there's a big lesson I have learned relationship wise. Okay, what and is people that? People ask me about relationship stuff just because I've been in a long term mm. one. Like, I know what the heck I'm doing. <laughs> but I have a lesson, children. Okay, listening. And that is how do you support your partner mm. in work? Mm. And uh, I've had to figure out how to do this because I am super busy. Yeah. In school, working. Yeah. A lot going on. So uh, relationships are work. They yeah. Take effort. So you have to set aside time. Yes. To help your partner. Okay. Okay. I am working on this in the 2017. <laughs> and one thing I've discovered is. And I think this applies to all relationships, mm-hmm, really, mm-hmm. because any like friendships, whatever, yeah, we all help each other. Yeah. So the first thing is you have to get clear about how you can help this person. Because okay. sometimes I think, like, especially with my boyfriend, he's mm. into finance and all these things, and it's like I don't know what the heck you're right, talking about. There's right. numbers, it's math. I don't know what's yeah. happening. So uh, sometimes when he has ideas, I'm like I don't know. Yeah. What do you <laughs> want me to do? <laughs> So, division of labor, we'll talk through ideas, and I feel like my job is to kind of ask the probing questions. Not Mm. necessarily, like, to bring up doubt or challenge, but more just to get them thinking Mm. about, like, maybe aspects they didn't, you know, touch on naturally. And then from there, I think about, okay, who's in my network Mm. that can answer this question Mm. if I can't? Look at you. I know. Girlfriend of the year. Okay, Okay. thank you so much. So I do that, and then from there, I see, like, what are my strengths? So Mm. I'm in digital marketing. I'm good with writing and messaging. So from there, I will contribute what Mm. I can. And here's the big one. The same way you do at work, and you have, like, deadlines, and you're very clear on what what is the deliverable. Yes, what is the deliverable? (laughs) Come on. Don't make, like, blanket promises. Yeah, and then never. Be specific about, I'm going to do this for you by Hmm. this time. Okay. So that way it's clear, like, this is what my schedule can hold. Mm. He's clear on, like, how I'm contributing. And then, like... Just like you have your accountability mm. meetings that you love so much, yes, we do yes. those now too. Oh wow! Look at so your power couple. Okay. <laughs> no, but I love that so much because, like you said, it applies to friendships too, and we do that. Like I have friends, I do that with as well. But the other thing too is that you know it's good to also ask what someone needs help with because I think a lot of times our version of help of what we, or what we would lend as help mm-hmm. might be different, and that's where some tension can arise. Yeah. Sometimes people just need you to listen or to voice out ideas with out loud so they could just kind of hear it back sometimes they aren't asking you to like follow up or do something yeah so i think like also finding what help yeah. looks like for your partner or friend communication yes for real yeah and i think yeah i'm gonna apply it to more relationships because even i don't know if you could go through this but even my family mm. i cannot go home without having an assignment oh really just because i'm in communication so it's like no, yeah can you make my linkedin yes page? can you write this? yeah you've been a publicist can you oh yeah and it's like let's my just family be is the same yes absolutely the same <laughs> that's real i love that awesome right. yes Awesome. So what about you? Well, I'm similarly, I struggle to categorize mine this week, but trying to tie it back to live in relationships. So I'm going to do a little bit of a rant, um, which really doesn't keep me up at night, but I want y'all to know it keeps some other people up at night, so I don't want y'all to do it. So this is my rant, and it is... 
being overzealous, a.k.a. thirsty, <laughs> both in professional and personal relationships. Okay. So um, this applies to dating and work. You might have a new love interest or maybe a new contact that you met at a networking event, mm-hmm. maybe a new recruiter or hiring manager you're talking to. Nobody likes a desperate Debbie. <laughs> Nobody likes someone who is, for instance, you know, they ask to schedule some time with you and you're available any day, all day. Mm-hmm. That's like a sign that you're a little too thirsty okay. or, you know, you send the follow up communication to four different people with all exclamation marks and you're so <laughs> So excited to work with them. You're so excited to be talking to them. That's all stuff that can actually like unintentionally hurt you mm. because it makes you look a little too desperate. So just like dating, sometimes you got to play a little hard to get. Like, you know, keep it interesting. In a Washington Post article, actually, Jeffrey Kudish talks about being um, in hyper sales mode when you're mm. interviewing. So when you're so focused on like pitching yourself, what I can do, how great I am, all the great places I worked, that you're not actually pausing to listen to the hiring manager or interviewer yeah. or the person that you met at a networking event, whatever the case is. That's like another flag too. So, I mean, all that to say, you know, just keep an eye on like what vibe you're giving off. Mm. Um You know, I think something that could speak to that is just being cognizant of other people's time Mm. or at least like where they would be coming from to the situation. So Mm. you're really amped about doing this thing, but like read body language, like are they super busy? (laughs) Like, you know, do they have things going on? Yeah. Even when you're starting something kind of pose a question to them yeah. to figure out like where they are yeah. in the process. That's real because as a hiring manager, you're probably filling one of dozens of roles that you had to mm-hmm. fill on an ongoing basis. For you, yes, this is a life-changing, game-changing opportunity. Right. But for them, like they're filling another role that's going to be part of the team and it's yeah. part of business as usual. So I love that point too. But yeah, y'all, just, you know, leave them wanting more. Don't seem too desperate <laughs> and we'll all flourish in 2017. <laughs> All right, great debaters. <laughs> so when we were thinking about what to talk about, Valentine's Day has passed. Yes. Love is in the air. Mm-hmm. And maybe if you were alone on Valentine's Day, you're looking <laughs> at your options. You're weighing what to pursue. And we had a little group chat conversation. We did. Some of us support the <laughs> office romance. Some of us do not. Yes. There was... There were strong stances. There were strong stances, <laughs> y'all. We asked the question on the internet, would you date a coworker? And y'all okay. showed up and In showed out. <laughs> you guys had very strong and polarized <laughs> opinions. Some of y'all were all the way for it. Some of y'all were all the way against. So, you know, we're, we're taking all of that yes. and we're going to duke it out. Yeah, so Joy's going to be four. She's I am four. She's going some points for it. I support it. I will present some points against it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like between the two of us, you're just going to be armed with some insights to think about yes. as you pursue. Y'all be the judge, but... And we, and we won't judge you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let us do this. Okay. I am in favor of office place dating. 
You know, I get it. A lot of y'all are at home. You're thinking, like, I would never date a coworker. I barely <laughs> can stand to be around them on a day-to-day. That's fine. But we talk all the time about building a career, you know, not having a job, but building a career and a life you love. Mm-hmm. And increasingly, the lines are blurring. Okay. So why live in this antiquated mentality of not considering your coworkers as options? I'm not telling y'all to go out and date them. I'm just saying be open to it so argument number one in favor of office place dating you are equally yoked with your co-workers you don't have to do all the hold up (laughs) (laughs) you don't got to go through all the drama of like vetting them on tinder let me find out who my mutual friends are you know what kind of money they're making in general you know what kind of ambitions they have you have co-workers that could give you the scoop and the lowdown on them so you're generally you know in the same place and that Mm -hmm. is a huge step that you get to skip you know, for meeting a stranger out in the streets or whatever. So okay. you're equally yoked. Okay. Some words that I saw come out of your mouth <laughs> are, you can skip the drama of da-da-da-da-da. Or all of your coworkers know each other. <laughs> two problems. <laughs> not come for me. <laughs> I see it's two problems. What are the problems? Okay. So let's just say your options for dating at work. You can date. Your superior, your subordinate, or a colleague. <laughs> okay. Issues with all three. If you date a superior, then the talk is like, what are your achievements your own? If you get a pay raise, like, what is that credited to? I mean, I guess. And flip side, if it's with a colleague, then there's gossip around like, oh, so where are they going? Oh, did you see that? Is there no gossip on the regular in real life? On the regular in real life? But see, my boyfriend is outside. <laughs> These people don't know. They don't know. Oh, my god! <laughs> they see him at the Christmas party. Listen, there's gossip everywhere. We're grown. Okay. But check these scenarios <laughs> that I got. Okay. What first situation? I was involved in the office love triangle, and we all sat next to each other. What? What is an office love triangle? It's when three oh, people no. are in a relationship and you all in a row in the cubicle. Well, that's just messy, period. If you messy at work, you messy outside of my work. Boss, oh, my boss, whom gosh. I was in love with, dated other women in front of me. Okay, so your boss is trash and a philanderer. Okay, so as we date people who are trash and philanderers <laughs> through life, if they're at your job... That ain't got nothing to do... Well, no, no, listen. We're talking about two different things. We're talking about trash people and trash dating practices, which are not one and the same as dating within the office. The office is just the environment where you met. Okay. The characteristic qualities and they of the will person be are not tied. I'm just saying, we all start dating someone. We don't know they're trash when we okay. start dating them. So when you date a coworker and you find out they're trash, you're going to trash nine to five every day. All right, girl. Sticking up your life. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, 
What's your my point? What's your argument? My argument against, against <laughs> dating HR issues. Now, <clears throat> the Society of Human Resource Management <laughs> now research <laughs> that office romance policies have become more and more, and more prevalent. Okay. So, 42% of employers have a written or verbal policy on workplace romance. Do you know what your job's policy is? No, but you can find out. You can look into it. So most of it ranges from 45% prohibit a significant rank difference, and 35% are about, like, if you have the same supervisor, mm. you can't, okay. you know, fraternize. Okay. So look into the situation, and also don't set yourself up for failure. So let's say... Ladies, you see a cute little intern and you just feel like, okay, you know what? YOLO, I'm going to do that. Don't set yourself up for a harassment suit when you move on to bigger and better things later down the road. I'm just saying, protect yourself. But you're actually arguing for me right now because, because, exactly to your point, there are ways to do this in a way that is compliant and satisfies your company's HR requirements. I am by no means encouraging you to not read the HR policy. (laughs) I'm saying read it and abide by it. There are rules that govern the way we operate as citizens. Mm -hmm. There are rules at work too. That's fine. That's not a problem. That does not mean you should not date people at work. True. Do not block your blessings. Your future baby daddy spouse partner in crime could be a co-worker i'm just saying every partner is a 50 50 split mm-hmm. they could be <laughs> a barack they could be a stevie J. you don't know <laughs> okay all right picture this scenario okay you come home you've had a tiring day your boss has tried you in every which way possible you get in the bed, you're talking to your husband, your wife, whatever, and you're trying to debrief on the day, but you got to stop every two seconds because they don't know who Jill is and who Susie reported into and who mm-hmm. Barry works with. So you got to keep explaining. Now, if you're coworkers, you don't have to do that. Why? Because y'all work at the same company. You get it. Like, you don't have to explain all the dramatics of departments. You can kind of go through all the minutia of your day and have someone who has an understanding of what you're going through. Mm -hmm. And thus, I would guess, just be overall more happy because you now have free therapy at home. (laughs) Rebuttal. But then there is no escape. There's no break. Like, you, you're at work together, you're at home together. Like, the sitcom just continues 24-7. You're always in the loop. And I have to say, like, work can be a refuge from your relationship. Hmm. Like, you might not want to be together all the time. That's right. You're going to see this person during the day. Okay. At night. Okay. I mean, ha- you don't even have any stories to tell because you already talked about it. <laughs> I mean, you know, that depends on the size of the company, but I'll let you have true, that. True. I'll let you have that. Okay. Another point is what r- impact will this relationship have on your work? Like, yes, it could be positive, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, implied, <laughs> what have you, but... It can be a distraction hmm. from like if you're trying to get your promotion, but you're up in here making googly eyes googly every time he <laughs> walks by, 
or you're up in here instead of you know reaching out across departments networking you're up oh at every God. lunch break you have a date <laughs> distraction stop <laughs> you're out of control you are out of control that assumes that people don't have the basic common sense to know how to delineate time and take space apart or still network like just because you have whether your boo is in the office or out of the office you could be as distracted you'd be texting them all day that's real you'd be on gchat all day with your boo that's a distraction it is i just this is the thing (laughs) most relationships you don't marry most people you date no you don't so most likely this thing gonna end Okay. And when it ends. Okay. And when it ends. Okay. <laughs> do you want to go to work and see this oh, person? Gosh. Are you going to have to find a new job? That's true. Because you don't want to see them? I have seen things. I have heard things. I have heard some things as well. But I, mean, I have also heard some things outside of the office. People showing up to desk upset with mm. grievances. Mm. Grievances. Loud. HR report. Listen. Let me not. No. I'm not helping you. <laughs> You're <laughs> I'm not helping you. I'm not helping you. So, presented our points. I'm not convinced. I'm still on my side. Oh, okay. And I get it. Y'all love bringing up Barack and Michelle. Y'all love trotting <laughs> that out. But you know what? For every Barack and Michelle, you remember that Stevie astronaut Jay. lady who was in a diaper driving cross country? No. Y'all remember that? No, man. This was a huge story. What? NASA love triangle. Don't believe she it. Was, <laughs> Google it. She was in a diaper driving cross country Aww. to catch the man she used to date Aww. because he had a new woman. Girl. And all of this was inter-office romance. Girl. I'm just telling you, it can go either way. Listen, I too have receipts. <laughs> I did my research. I put the PSA out, the bat signal, and y'all hit me up. And I have several, not one, not two, not three, but several Couples who met at the office mm-hmm. and are now married or in very serious long-term committed relationships. That's true, but how many of y'all didn't want to reveal <laughs> that y'all had a relationship? Nobody. And it didn't work out. No, stop. How many of y'all didn't want to share that tea? Listen, all I'm saying is don't block your blessing by being closed-minded. True. You know, your next future love of your life might just happen to work at your office okay and you know what i'll allow it okay but just don't be messy don't be messy i think that's the rule i can like, agree don't direct supervisors mm-hmm. avoid it i can like, agree with if that. he's like sits next to you come on yeah just be a little you know i agree because everybody knows and people are talking about y'all so okay. <laughs> i'm talking So we have presented our case, both for and against office place dating, but... We wanted to hear what you thought as well. There's no right, there's no wrong. (laughs) We just, we want to know all the options. Yeah, so we (laughs) took to the streets and this is what y'all had to say. So would you or have you ever dated a coworker? Yes, I have and it was great. Um, yeah, I have. Before, so you're what? So you're down. I, I, I mean, I would. It depends. Okay. It depends on how long they've worked there, if they've ever dated anybody else. Okay. I have not dated or would never date a coworker, especially because I'm married now. But at my old job, 
had a co-worker, these two co-workers got together, and the woman, she wanted to have a baby, and the man didn't, and she ended up getting pregnant, and when she told him, he literally threatened to kill her, and had to be removed from the job, and fired, because obviously he was threatening to kill this person. Yo consideraría eh, salir o tener una relación con alguien que yo trabajo, todo depende de la persona y si creo que vale la pena y creo que va a haber un futuro porque creo que es buena idea si hay futuro, si no hay futuro se puede complicar las cosas. Um, if we work like together, like on joint projects, if they just work in the same office then it's, it's fine, but if we gotta work together like on a day to day, probably not. Um, tú pasas 90% de tu tiempo en la oficina, vas a estar viendo a esa persona todos los días. Eso puede ser positivo cuando la quieres ver y si la relación no funciona, no va a ser positivo. And she ended up having the baby and is a beautiful child and she still has him and she's very happy with her kid because she really wanted to be a mom. So I don't really know how that ends. <laughs> If it's a good thing or a bad thing, but it's just some perspective that when you're dating people at work, it would impact you financially because based on this person's reaction to finding out that he was going to be a father of a baby that he didn't want, he basically ended up getting fired from work because he threatened to kill this woman. So, mi sugerencia es si vas a considerar salir con alguien en la oficina, asegúrate que pienses que es una buena persona y que tiene futuro. Si no, yo no lo haría. All right, that's enough love. <laughs> Let's get into Ask Job Logs, where we address your career and life questions. Hit yep. us up anytime at joblogs.com slash askjoblogs. And now you can call us. Leave a voicemail. Hit me on my head. <laughs> 929-324-1090. Awesome. All righty. First question from Rachel. Hi, Job Logs. I work for a small nonprofit, and I absolutely love my job. I love the work culture. I love the mission. I love the amount of freedom and autonomy I have working in such a small organization. And I love my coworkers. What I don't love is the pay. That's I real. <laughs> I'm considering making a move to a higher-paying industry, but I'm worried that I'll, A, be totally miserable in a big-money-making company, or, B, that my specialized nonprofit skill set doesn't make me an attractive candidate for nonprofit. Oh, for for-profit, I'm sorry, mm. companies. Any advice on how to make the move? Hmm. This is an interesting conundrum and It one is. that I have firsthand experience with. Mm -hmm. I definitely left the nonprofit world for the for-profit money. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right, and I feel like you feel good about that decision. I feel very good about that decision, girl. I love to make money. Um, I don't, this is tough because you had so many loves yeah, in here. Yeah, there's a ton of love. That it's really, I will say money does not replace the love. Like if mm -hmm. there are things you feel so passionate about, um, don't just leave for money. Like that should not be your single reason. But yeah. I will argue that there are ways to find that same kind of love either in for-profit industries or the same kind of functional roles that you were doing in for-profit Or I think what I did was I just supplemented my for-profit work with kind of nonprofit volunteerism activities mm -hmm. that kind of give me the fulfillment. So I'm not lacking it. I'm mm -hmm. just making more money, yeah. which is great. Yeah. So I feel like loving where you work is really important. But at the same time, I don't think you should sacrifice your mm. own advancement for any company. Like, yeah. Unless this is just like your life's work. Yeah. 
then I feel like you need to get get up and get out and get right. <laughs> so, but what I will say is that since you love where you work, you don't have to rush it. Mm. So maybe do meet with different people, informational interviews, which mm-hmm. you love, mm-hmm. and kind of really explore like where you want to be. So that it's most aligned yeah. with what you love to do. Yeah. I think with the informationals, like, really make them work for you. I mean, really get into the nitty-gritty of, like, what some of your for-profit friends are doing day-to-day. Are they happy? Do they like the culture? Mm-hmm. What are some issues they deal with? So you could really, like, investigative journalism, like, yes. paint a picture of what these jobs are and if you think it's worth you know, making that move or not. But I have to agree with Courtney. Like, if you are struggling to pay bills or cover your own just, you know, for the sake of the mission of where you're working, that's kind of a no-no. Like, you need to be able to take care of you. Yeah, and I also wouldn't feel, like, intimidated. You mentioned, like, will my nonprofit skill set be appealing? Yes. Like, don't let that, you know, feel, like, less than because you're at a nonprofit. Like, absolutely not. is... Like, during that interview, you show them the crossover. Like, you show them, like, oh, just like you do this here, I do this Mm -hmm. over here. Mm -hmm. You can sell yourself anywhere. And I would say people, like, view nonprofit skill sets really highly. They're really highly regarded in for-profit, which I think a lot of people don't know because you're working with a little bit and making a lot happen. Like, fundraising, grant writing, all that type of work is really, really desirable. So, good luck to you, girl. Yes, good luck. All right, we have a second question. This one's from Laura. She says, I am currently growing out my pixie haircut. I first have to find cute, work-appropriate hairstyles on a weekly basis since my hair is a different length every week. My question is, what should I do concerning my headshots and or media pictures? Should I keep my old pixie haircut, which now no one can recognize me from my old picture, or do I keep updating my pictures based on my current hair length? Any input is greatly appreciated. Hmm. Okay. Well, unless you're an actress, <laughs> I think the photo is fine. Yeah. It's like it's not, first of all, is that not illegal? They can't be evaluating you based off your photo. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder what the profession is. I will also argue, my dear Laura, that people can indeed recognize you. <laughs> I don't think right. hair is that defining. And definitely as black women, we switch it up all the time. Oh It'd my God, I was watching this show. Okay, sorry for it. Sorry, Laura. But I was watching this show, and the girl was like, I've had the same haircut since high school. Blew my mind yes. to think about like How? keeping my. What? Yes, barely a couple weeks girl, go by without I a switch up. Yes. Bi-weekly. <laughs> But anyway, yeah. Yeah. Versatility is good. It's fine. You're growing it out. As long as it looks good, you look good. Um, Regarding the headshots piece, sure. I mean, if you feel strongly about it, keep the couple with your pixie haircut and then take a few more Mm -hmm. when it's at a longer length. If you know you're working towards growing it out and keeping it that way. But, yeah, don't worry about people not being able to recognize you. Yeah, if anything, it's like a conversation starter. Like, oh, my hair is different. Wow. Point is, I don't think it's a big deal. You're okay. Well, this was fun. This was fun. <laughs> a little cute mid-month, keeping it lighthearted. Yeah, we have some heavy hitters on yes, the way. coming up. Ready yourselves. Yes. But thank you guys so much for rocking with us. As you know, you can hit us up anytime on the interwebs at Jawblogs or at Jawblogs.com where you can see tons of great articles, resources, Mm -hmm. and content. 
And of course, leave us a rating and review on iTunes. We love those five stars. Yes. yes. We love them. Thank you guys so much if you've left one already. Um, Courtney, you could be followed all over the web. Yes. At Cleave Out Loud yes. on all the places. Not so much Snap anymore. Yeah, no. What happened? Not I'm so on Snap too. And I'm still on a Twitter diet. So catch okay. me on the Insta. Love it. I am Hamus Parker with two R's all over as well. I love Instagram these days. Mm-hmm. But you can catch me wherever. And listen, before we leave y'all. Okay. We, we got to, you know, we want to give you something to do that's going to further your development this week. Okay. So instead of sending that hey big head text, you know what's <laughs> cold outside valentine's day just pass you lonely or whatever reach out and reach back to one of your old colleagues maybe an old boss um send them a note this week let them know what you're up to maybe set up coffee or a yeah, call just check or just a friend that you haven't talked to in a while just check in yeah make sure people are doing okay yes and that's what people don't tell you about like building relationships even when you don't need anything mm-hmm. just say hey Just say hey. All right, guys. See you next time. See ya.